Welcome to In Case You Get Hit by a Podcast. I'm Abby Schneiderman. And I'm Gene Newman. And today we're hitting the road. We're talking road trips, Abby. I know you are a fan of road trips, aren't you? Do you like getting in the car with the family, hitting the road, seeing some destinations? Are we talking about like a fun road trip, like to the West Coast? (laughs) Or or maybe not even that far, because we're (laughs) we're, right now, everyone listening, we're on the East Coast. So it might not be a full cross-country one. But just like a, are we going to Florida? No. Are we? Do we know exactly where we're headed, or yeah. are we just going <laughs> for the ride? We're going for the ride. I know. I know you like the journey. Like for you, it's being <laughs> in the car, being with the family, quality time. That's what you're looking forward to, right? Totally. It's all about the journey. It's all about the journey. No, I we travel a lot because, um, well, we 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 travel a lot between New York city, Washington, DC, Philadelphia, all along the East coast. Um, and we are, I feel like we're total road warriors for sure. You, you are. And, and for me, the reason I opt for road trips, which could be upstate New York, could be Pennsylvania, could be places around there is because have a bunch of dogs and it's just difficult. I don't want to leave the dogs out of it. They should be able to enjoy the trip with us. So you have to figure out a way to be able to get away so you're not just sitting in the same area, but also give the dogs a chance to play. But the one thing that most people think is, okay, when you're packing up the car, you know, we've gone through packing and the stuff you bring with you, but what are the things that that you think should be in a car? Everyone should have in their trunk. We're all about preparation. We're all about being prepared for situations that might pop up on the road. So we yeah, had a really I, cool Instagram post about that. But what what do you think about that? Are you like a stock trunk with everything you need or are you like a, uh, we'll find it if we need? Yeah, I think I, I, it's a good question. I think that there needs to be a, a fine line between what you need and what you should always have in your car and those things that you're probably never going to need and shouldn't just, you know, keep in your car, as I say, for that one time ever that you might need a, I'm trying to think of what, what a good example would be. Um, uh, for me, it's like lip balm. Like I might need the lip balm one day. I, I, you know, my lips might be dry. And so having lip balm in the car might be a good thing, but, um, but in reality, I never use lip balm. And so I actually, I, I have a thing, I'm a little bit against lip balm. I actually think it makes your lips drier and then they yeah. kind of like get you to buy more lip balm because you use the lip balm. So don't put lip balm in your car. But I think, um, no, for in all seriousness, I we do have a couple things in the car at all times. I can tell you my favorite thing. What's your favorite thing? We have a hidden compartment in our car that we keep a a like a, a dish towel and the reason and the dish towel ends up being the thing that we use all the time in somebody has a spill my coffee you know spills there's a kid who throws up like some there, somehow that dish towel always ends up getting really uh like really used um, i cannot wait to read a memoir of that dish towel and the horrors you put it through. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to remember to wash the, the dish towel after <laughs> it gets used, but then we always keep an emergency dish towel. I think um, for us, it's 
we always, I mean, just like the daily thing. So I like to keep t- tissues and napkins in the mm-hmm. car. I guess we spill things a lot. Yes, you do. Like, well, no. you have a family. Everyone with kids or dogs, you're going to spill stuff no matter what. It's impossible not to. Because totally. you bring beverages. Anytime you bring a beverage into a car, some of it's getting spilled. There's totally. no, no So we, we, napkins are, we, we're constantly replenishing the, the napkin, uh, the napkins that we keep in the uh, glove compartment. We keep spare change and a couple of dollar bills because you never know where you're going to be somewhere and and, and, mm-hmm. and you need some cash. Um, I guess I shouldn't have said that. Now everyone's going to break into yeah, my car. Oh, for, $3. For three, I was going to say three fifty. <laughs> what, what we did, Angela did a really cool list on Instagram and she went through this. So I want to go through this list of things that okay. should be in a car and I want to see if you have them. And if you don't, Maybe you don't believe in it. Lip balm is not on the list. I agree. Big lip balm needs to go down. They're yep. trying to corrupt don't our families. Uh, so let's start. Number one seems pretty obvious. Phone charger. Got one or not? Of course. I mean, we have multiple phone chargers and it, I'll one up you there. Mm-hmm. In addition to a phone charger, we actually have a, I guess it's a power, power, a power um, strip. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah power, power strip. Band. Do you have a wait, wait, do you have a strip that plugs into the, the lighter and yeah. you could then plug all your accessories into that? That well, it's so that I can um on long road trips I can work in the car. Smart. And we have Wi Fi in our car, so I can um I plug my computer in and I'm able to actually um use my computer for like hours at a time. And we have had meetings. This to, to to go on the record, Abby has been in the car in meetings and is much more efficient than most people would ever be in a car where you'll think like, oh, wait, I could hear something. But then you realize, wait, you're in your car, you're on your computer, you're on Zoom. Wait, how are you doing all this? Well, let's just be clear. I'm not driving. No, you're not driving. You have <laughs> I'm your not show. driving and you on have, my computer. You have, yeah, you're not, you're never driving doing that. If you would, you would pull over. So phone charger, definitely. Uh, okay, a little more technical. Jumper cables, are they in the trunk? Do you have some jumper cables? I have no idea. That's a good question. I'm not a jumper cable person in our family. And usually some of this stuff will come in like a kit because you can get some kits and we could talk about that later that might have certain tools that really come in handy, but you don't really need them that often. A lot of times with jumper cables, if you are broken down, people usually have them. So it's not the worst thing. Mm-hmm. Often you're going to just have to call AAA or get some service because a jump isn't going to be good enough. What about a warm blanket? No. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a warm blanket. Should I have a warm blanket? Uh, that's if, if, if you're really going in the cold, if you're in the winter. Right now, it's tough to, for us to think in summer where it's 100 degrees. But having some kind of blanket is helpful. The reason we have blankets, again, protection for the dogs so they don't get hair everywhere, which they do anyway. So Okay. So we don't have a blanket, but we, what we do have a lot of the time in our car is a, is a spare towel. Yeah, towel. So I, the towel blanket, something along those lines, is good. Now, this I know you have. I know you have a first aid kit. I we know. do. We have a first aid kit, um, and and it's really important to have a first aid kit. I mean, for us, we have little kids. They things happen all the time. They get um, a cut or a bruise or you know something, mosquito bite. Like we're we're constantly using the first aid kit, and then of course if you know, there's ever an emergency and you're on the road, or if you see, you know, another car that's having an emergency, we've been in that situation where mm-hmm. we came upon an accident and, and we, we were helping the family, um, out of their vehicle and they had cuts and, and, you know, we had to, 
thankfully um, they were okay, but we were able to immediately uh, help them with the first aid that we had. And the American Red Cross always has great kits. They have great deals. And it could be if you're driving a massive truck and you want something huge that's like a paramedic would have, or a normal size thing that's more like a folder that goes in there. And what uh, we suggest is that you keep it in your car, keep it in the trunk and look through it occasionally. So what will happen is the stuff will expire in there. You know, there could be alcohol swabs, there could be medicine. And what you probably want to do is check up on it. Usually every year, if the stuff's going to expire, just move it into the house. That becomes the stuff you use in the first aid in the home, which is more common to use. And then you just replenish the kit with other items that you could do, but it's always smart to have that. Another thing that- Wait, wait, I want to tell you, I want to tell you about my favorite first aid kit. What's your favorite first aid kit? It's on Amazon. It's seventeen ninety five. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. It's called First Aid Only 442 All-Purpose Emergency First Aid Kit for Home, Work, and Travel. And it's the best. It It's the best one. It has everything in it. And it's in like a pouch. Yeah, the pouches. The, the it zip zips. Mm-hmm. It's cool because you could feel like you're running. You feel like when you got that, you put it under your arm. And you run it's to so, the rescue. Yeah, it's so great. I actually have, we have one for our car and then we have one for our house. Yeah, they're they're amazing. And, and always check through because I have some that are really old that I'll look through and realize, okay, most of the stuff has expired. Again, you want to make sure that the stuff is a little up to date, especially like the mosquito stuff or the stuff you use more frequently. And if so, you just buy that extra and put it in there. It doesn't, you don't have to buy a whole new kit just to replenish it. You just have to make sure that the stuff you use more frequently and the stuff you don't use frequently, you can just toss out. The next thing, it falls in the jumper cable world, which is flares or a reflective triangle. So if you break down something you'd put in front of your car. Yeah, it's a good idea. We don't have those, but maybe we should. Again, in in some of those kits, I'm telling you, flat out, they'll have those in there. And if you want to pick one up, a lot of the stuff is like $2. There, you, you should not break the bank buying a little triangle that lights up and they're helpful, especially if you're broken down. So you're talking about flares and I'm talking about lip balm and tissues and napkins. <laughs> because you're, you, but the thing is the odds of using that, you're going to go through that all the time. You're going to need a tissue or napkin more than you're going to need a flare <laughs> and, and, and it's safer. And another thing, a flashlight. Do you have a extra spare flashlight or do you just use your phone? would you say? We use our phone, but I, I think it's, um, I think we, we might have a flashlight in there. It's, um, it's definitely a good thing to have. Uh, we're not doing, we're not doing road trips at night. And, but if we were absolutely. Yeah. And a phone, a phone's good in a pinch because everyone thinks, Oh, I have a flashlight. But for me, I'm a flashlight person. I have a flashlight in my bag at all times. I have one in the glove box. I'm one of those people that loves, cause I realize the convenience and the need, especially if you have to check a tire, if you have to check something under the hood at night. I, I like having that separate thing. And they're also super cheap. Again, flashlights should not, don't go crazy tactical. If you're spending more than $10 on one, you know, you're spending too much. Uh, the next, this is a iffy one because drinking water or non-perishable food, I mean, would you store that in your car? Or, or is it something, do you have like bottled water in your trunk? We do have some bottled water in our trunk. Okay. And do you have like protein bars, something like that? No. And would you want to? We always have food. In, I mean, <laughs> we don't have protein <laughs> bars, but we always have food. Uh, it, I, I like to keep some nuts in the car. Yeah. See, for me, it's not, even for, it's not even for like a major, you know, end of the world 
yeah. disaster. I it's just in in the event that you're you're traveling, you're going somewhere, even locally, and and you're starving and your blood sugar drops and you need to have something in the car. It's always good to have a little something in the car in case of emergency. And I always have, we always have water bottles with us that are full when we get in there again for us and for the dogs. Anytime we stop anywhere, I'll refill it. And I'll usually bring the food. I'm not a fan of leaving food in a car and maybe it's because we're in New York city and the rats are like massive and will come into your car and will sniff out that food. But when you're going on the trip, again, prepare, put it down, have something there. Or, you know, for me, I like to stop at a 7-Eleven. That makes, that makes the road trip fun to be able to stop and pick up snacks, right? Isn't that the fun of it? To totally. To pick up things you should never eat. Next, tire pressure gauge. Again, probably in a little kit. If you had a kit with jumper cables and a little triangle that lights up, a tire pressure gauge. But a lot of cars now will let you know if you're... if any of the tires are starting to deflate or if their pressure isn't correct. So yeah. that's something I'm, I'm a big tire checker. I will go whenever there's air, make sure it's always on the level. And another thing you can get really cheap, usually for like 20 bucks is an inflator. And you can get, there's ones that are really, really expensive. There's ones that are expensive. Amazon always has deals on them. They could be upwards 50, $60, but you can get one for like $20 that can do the job to get you to a place. You don't use it as a regular inflator. You use it to get to help. If, for example, you don't want to change a spare, if you just want to get to a place, they're meant for that because they can overheat if you use them too much, if your tire's too deflated. But a good good thing to throw in, and they're tiny. Um, you, know what, like, you know what else I always have in the car, which comes in handy? It's not, not again, like not for a super emergency, but for like a daily emergency is a pen. A pen. I, always, I always keep a pen in the car and find that, I oftentimes, you know, end up using that. That's why I guess since I have such a bag that I carry around with me with all these items, for example, the next, a small toolkit and a utility knife, they're always good to have. Mm -hmm. I always have one on me. Uh, I went a step further because I found one uh, at a a store that was going, they were selling them really cheap, but it's a seatbelt cutter and a window breaker. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's a little yellow. It looks like a little yellow uh, orange hammer. And there's one part that is, a, it looks almost like a box cutter where you'd put it on the seatbelt and rip it through if you were trapped. Again, if this is within reach, if you're trapped and you need it, or you could do it for someone else, that's the odds of how you use it, where you could rip through a seatbelt or the hammer, which you do not want to test out, but you could watch videos on YouTube where when you smash it against the window, it smashes the window. But you do not, it's one of those things I guarantee there's a bunch of TikToks of people thinking, let me test this out. And they just try it and they smash their whole windshield. But it's, Usually a $10 tool, really small, really handy, and it's worth throwing in with, you know, the other tools that you might have, along with some kind of utility knife or screwdriver. And then the final thing we have is a tire repair kit. Now, is that something that you have, or do you, do you consider your spare tire your tire repair kit? Again, um, I'm, not the, I'm not the tire repair kit or flares person in our family. So I, I, I imagine we have some supplies for, for the tire, but we, um, the spare tire probably covers that. And if something happens to the tire, we're taking it somewhere to get, to get fixed. This podcast is brought to you by Everplans, the company that helps you get your life organized and keep it that way. 
Through EverPlan's expert content and app, you're able to organize everything from your Wi-Fi password to how you pay your mortgage, from health insurance details to when your pet's vaccines are due. Download the free iOS app today to get started or visit www.everplans.com to learn more. But Dean, I have a question for you. So we were talking a lot about things to keep in the car, but what I want to ask you about things about your car, mm-hmm. what information about your car needs to be kept safe and where should people keep it? Yeah. I mean, when it comes to your, your registration, keeping it up to date, uh, it should be in your glove box. A lot of people, a lot of people do let that fall behind and they'll get a ticket. That's happened. Even if you have it, some people have, they'll get the registration, they'll have everything inspected and they just won't put the sticker on their car. They just don't get around to it. And because of that, it can lead to something. If you're parked somewhere, you can get a ticket. You can get in trouble. If you get pulled over, it adds another additional fee to that. Always keep that with you. We, we've suggested in the past that you do keep an emergency contact list or something in the glove box. Cause there, if there is an accident, let's say your phone is thrown, people assume their phone's going to be fine. It might not be, but you want to have something. So if emergency services are there, they could look in your glove box, find something that just says, okay, call this person, get in touch with this person. They don't have to rummage and do any investigation. They'll know. And that's, it's, it's a lot like having it on your fridge at home. It's a smart thing to have for emergency workers because you never know when this stuff's going to happen. That's and what about the, what about the manual for your car? Yeah, I always the I used to really reference it, but then I realized when I'd rent a lot of cars, I would go online, look up the type, and then then be able to search the manual through a PDF on my phone, which I found much help much more helpful because for me it would be weird things like I wouldn't be able to find where the hood latch was. I wouldn't be able to. There was little little quirks about certain cars that I'd never driven before. And I just felt like uh, it'd be easier if I read the manual rather than just spend a half hour in a parking lot. And then what about, what about car insurance? Yes. Always. I mean, you, you know that how important car insurance is and you've talked about having insurance for, you know, having it up to date at all times, as well as even looking into what's the other type of insurance you said, when you get hit by a person who isn't insured, which has become a big factor. So right, insurance. insurance for the underinsured. Yes, which has become much more. I remember you're the first person to mention that. And then all of a sudden I see it everywhere. And people, a lot of places, my friends, especially in California, places where it's heavy driving and a lot of accidents. And they say they've gotten hit by people without insurance. And luckily they had that type of insurance with them. But always have it up to date. Always have the app on your phone. You and know. what about sharing that information? I mean, I know like in our family, I uh, up until pretty recently, I didn't know who our car insurance was through. And so we obviously tell people that make that kind of, if you're the, if you're the person in your family who is the person organizing and, and handling things like car insurance, make sure that you're, you're sharing that information with the other adult members of your household. So if you're, um, if you're using a service like Everplans, obviously you can put your car insurance details there or, or, you know, put it somewhere. If it's yeah. not in Everplans. And we've also talked about a lot of uh, some of the, some of our coworkers now have had kids that are now driving age. And a lot of times when you get in just a minor accident, it is a panic. And a lot of times you're not sure of what you should share, what you should do, how you should handle the situation. We always say, whenever there's an accident, you always call the cops. You, you don't, I know people say, no, I'll pay it off. And here's my insurance and I'll leave. You always want a police record whenever that happens. 
So you have some record that there was an accident and something happened and you want to make sure the insurance. And another thing that I've really become more of a fan of, especially with all the deals online are dash cams, because you see it every time when you're taking an Uber, a lot of times people have them. They are extremely helpful. They could help lower your deductibles because they'll know that you're monitoring it. If there's an accident, there's no question because you'll have video footage of what happened. So many stories online of people that said, you know, they got hit by someone. The other person claimed that they, they didn't hit them. They show them the footage. They're like, look, you hit this person. You ran a stop sign. You, there's, it's, it's indisputable. So a dash cam, they're usually cheap. They could be, you can get one for $20, $60, hook it up. You can only use it when you're driving. If you want to do it when it's parking, because you're parking on the street, you'd have to get a special kit so it runs off your battery. But for the most part, you plug it into a USB or your lighter, and you have proof of anything that might happen during a trip or at any point. And that way, it's that extra security. And I know people that are kind of obsessed with watching true crime things. You think, wow, back in the 80s and 70s, when dash cams existed, imagine how many crimes would have been solved immediately. That's super interesting. I never, I actually never thought about getting a dash cam for, for our car, but that's, yeah, that's super interesting. I, I've tried out a bunch and I've become a huge fan because you just want that proof. The one thing, it, it, you, some people in the car might be like, I don't want it to be recorded. I don't want that, but you're just keeping it. You put in an SD card you have an app that's usually connected to it. And it's really good just as that extra layer of security and safety in case something happens, because that's that's where you want that backup. You want that. And that's why every Uber driver, Lyft driver, cab driver will have one for their own safety. But for us going on road trips, it's also really helpful just to be safe. Well, so if you're traveling this summer, there you have it. I think this is the, the, the this is it. This is what you need. Everything. I, we covered it all. We covered it. We covered a lot today. So thank you for joining us. And, um, and if you have any, um, if you have any questions or if you have any thoughts for topics of other, uh, podcast episodes, definitely get in touch with us and let us know. Yeah. And if you have any tips on road trips, anything fun, places you want to go, let us know at podcast at everplans.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>